Creative Legals, the show that helps you understand the law around property investment. Whether you are a vanilla landlord or doing creative deals. Because what you do not know could cost you. Creative Legals, law for creative deals. Joining us now, your host, Julie Condliffe, the legal diva, successful property investor and specialist property litigation solicitor. Hey, it's Julie Conliffe. Thank you so very much for joining me today on the Creative Legals Property Investment Platform. Today, we answer the common questions that landlords are currently asking. So the coronavirus commonly asked question. If you do have any questions, feel free to use the link below to provide us with whatever questions you may have in relation to property investment or landlord and tenant matters or the COVID eviction matters. So whatever your landlord and tenant matter is, feel free to ask and we will do our utmost to be able to help answer those questions. The Coronavirus Act 2020, together with related legislation and other measures, have had a significant impact on landlords' eviction notices um, and property investment matters. Generally, in fact, it's affected everybody one way or the other. But today we address some of the questions that you've been asking. Question number one. I made a possession claim before the 3rd of August 2020. The claim was based on rent arrears. The claim was then automatically stayed. Will this stay be automatically lifted? Great question. If you started a possession claim before the 3rd of August 2020 and you want to pursue it, you will need to send to the court and to the tenant a reactivation notice. So the claim will not be automatically lifted. There is some action that's required on your part and that is to serve a reactivation notice. What is a reactivation? A reactivation notice is a notice that you file with the court and serve on the tenant to restart the stayed proceedings. So when the eviction ban started, there was a stay. So proceedings were effectively deactivated. If you want to reactivate them, you will need to serve a reactivation notice. I've provided you with a copy of a reactivation notice. There's a link uh, for you to download a free copy for your use or indeed for your records. What should a reactivation notice contain? A reactivation notice will help the court prioritise claims. So the courts will deal with the urgent claims first. As a landlord, you'll need to identify in the reactivation notice whether the case should be considered as qualifying under certain categories. Those categories include extreme rental arrears, uh, fraud, deception, abandonment, unlawful subletting, um, death of a tenant, matters such as those. So those matters will be prioritised. Otherwise, if you commence to your claim, prior to the 27th of March 2020, that will take priority. The reactivation notice will also need to contain information as to how your tenant has been impacted by the COVID-19 pandemic. 
That information could be whether your tenant has suffered a loss of income as a result of the coronavirus pandemic, whether your tenant has been shielding as a result of the coronavirus pandemic, whether your tenant has faced some sort of difficulties. So you as the landlord will need to take steps to determine this to be able to assist the court in providing that information in the reactivation notice. Your reactivation notice should also contain details of the outstanding arrears, so you'll need an updated rent schedule for the past two years. Is there a deadline to serve a reactivation notice? Yes, there is, and the deadline is the 29th of January 2021. So unless a reactivation notice is sent to the court by 4pm on the 29th of January 2021, the claim will automatically be stayed and a formal application will have to be made after that date to reactivate the notice. I made a position claim after the 3rd of August 2020. Do I need a reactivation notice? No, you don't. A reactivation notice is not necessary for claims made on or after the 3rd of August 2020. But what you need to do is to provide the court with information about the impact that the COVID-19 pandemic has had on the tenants. And you need to do that as soon as possible. I've already got my possession order. I'm just waiting to file an application for a warrant for possession. Do I need a reactivation notice? No, you don't need a reactivation notice. A reactivation notice is not required if you've already received a final possession order. So ordinarily, once an order for possession is obtained, if the tenant does not vacate the premises by the date specified, a landlord can make an application for a warrant of possession to obtain a bailiff appointment for them to evict the tenant. But in this current lockdown, we know that the bailiffs have been asked not to enforce evictions, except in the most serious of circumstances. So this, together with the December Christmas truce that has been agreed with the bailiffs, means that evictions will not be enforced in England until at least the 11th of January 2021. My bailiff appointment was cancelled due to COVID-19. What happens next? If a bailiff's appointment was cancelled due to COVID-19, the appointment would be automatically rescheduled. At least that's what we know for now. If we get further direction in that regard, I will let you know. But as it stands, the appointment will be rescheduled in order of urgency, if known. So if you've got any circumstances or a situation where you think this is really, really urgent, I'd encourage you to write to the court and let the court know. I've got a warrant of possession, but my tenant is now paying rent what do I do? Well, if you have a warrant of possession but no longer require an eviction to be carried out, as in this case where your tenant is now up to date with the rental or maybe in situations where the tenant has left the property, handed back the keys, you've accepted the surrender, cleared all their possessions and you're happy with the fact that the tenancy has ended or with the fact that your tenant is now up to date, you should let the court know as soon as possible that you don't want the eviction to go ahead because then that will help free up the court's time, that will help free up the bailiff's time 
to help the next person. So the notice of bailiff appointment that you received from the court, that will have contact details on there. It will have the claim number and the warrant number. You need to use those details when you contact the court to let the court know that attendance at the property is no longer required. I'm told that there is something called a review. What is it? A review is a new step that has been introduced into possession claims. So the review date is a date when a judge will review the case. It gives the parties an opportunity to consider settlement, which is something that's really been encouraged by the courts in this pandemic. So the parties will be given a minimum of 21 days notice of the review. The review takes place without the attendance of the parties. A meeting will be arranged on the review date between the tenant and their legal representative or duty solicitor. You as a landlord and your legal representative, if you've got one, should be available by telephone if necessary, just in case the tenant or the advisor need to make contact with you on the day to discuss the case. What happens if no agreement is reached at the review? If no agreement is reached and all the papers are in order, the judge will make an order regarding the next steps towards a substantive hearing. So if a substantive hearing is required, it will be listed a minimum of 28 days after the review date and that hearing is normally about 15 minutes. The judge will then consider adjourning the case if a possession order could negatively, seriously impact the tenant in the context of COVID-19. So it has to be something COVID-19 related. So how long is the court process taking at the moment? Well, there's been a build-up of cases due to the COVID-19 pandemic. Additionally, the court is not operating on full staff capacity. So it's taken a lot longer than the usual eight weeks for the claim to be heard by the judge. You receive a minimum of 21 days notice of the date on which the review will take place and the substantive hearing, if needed, will be a minimum of 28 days after. What form of notice should I use? Well, the correct form of notice, either Section 8 or Section 21, must be used. These forms are prescribed forms. The key thing to note here is they are actually updated very, very regularly. So you need to stay up to date. We've got changes that were made on the 29th of August. We've got additional changes that were made on the 2nd of September. So we need to be up to date. I've provided you with a link for a free up-to-date or updated notice. So again, I appreciate you. Thank you for taking the time to listen. And until next time. Thank you for joining us on Creative Legals. Remember, what you do not know could cost you. Stay up to date. Subscribe to our weekly updates using the links below. Remember, what you do not know could cost you. CreativeLegals.com Faster. Smarter. Better. Better.